Hmm, that's weird. That's weird. Kind of weary me out. You are a sad, strange little man. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. You shouldn't that weird. That's weird, man. It's strange. <laughs> Welcome back, campers. What do you uh, got over there? Okay, so everybody has... Well, what, well, I have to say welcome to Camp Strange. My name is Alex Sobin. And I'm Dave Stokes. And we're camp counselors. But I have to say that we are proud fathers now. Fatherhood has never felt so good <laughs> because so good. because we are now two, two fathers to a beautiful young boy named Gary. Our sweet baby boy Gary's here. And uh, he just pulled something out of his pants I saw during I the did, intro. Okay, so don't ask where my finger was down his pants. But there's a silica. Hey, good father checks. There is a silica pouch where. Is that what you call those? Yeah, it's like what you find. They absorb moisture and stuff like that. And there, you sometimes find them in like shoe is, boxes or like beef jerky. Is that the new? Is that the new thing instead of like powdering your balls before you go to Disneyland? <laughs> oh, I did just start taping that. those to our legs. Why Disneyland? What are you talking? What you don't get sweaty at Disneyland? <laughs> I was gonna say more like a Disney World, Ooh. Orlando. But um, yeah, I. It looked like he was trying to um, bulge pack, it out. Pack some heat. Yeah, I think he was packing in there. So, I mean. Gary, you're a hunter. We, we all know you pack heat. We just found him out. I'm going to toss that over Are there. You, uh, Should I put it back? Yeah. Oh, God. Don't. Come on. Because, you know, you, as soon as you do that, something bad's going to happen to Gary. He's going to start molding or something. Start moisturizing yeah. so much. Okay, I got to shove this back down the front of his pants now. He's a 14-year-old boy. You don't okay. you don't go messing with his things. I thought I found a uh, like a secret note. I was expecting well, what I was really oh, doing is cuz he has a bunch yeah. of pockets on his on his clothing. And he, he's dressed for hunting, not not for sunny southern california no he's i mean kind of but he he's what? actually he's dressed in a oh sorry he's dressed in a turtleneck and green overalls i mean i don't know if that's hunting necessarily but i would call it hunting those big old pouches he's got a hat looks like he's really ready to sell me some newspapers yeah that too some huh. newspapers and some meat <laughs> they yeah maybe he was a mushroom hunter who knows i don't know i'm gonna put him back over here though but we are the proud fathers david had just met him tonight this is your first time meeting gary yeah um we well i mean we record the last two episodes back to back and we we were out you know doing our thanks gavin mm-hmm. and uh and i seen each other in a while so yeah i received gary in a box you guys saw the video if you haven't go check it out but me and gary have had some time to bond over the past week yeah um which we, we, we should also. I mean, you, ha, you have to mention because I have. I think we're going to mention the same thing. Yeah, why don't you go ahead? You got it. The upsettingness of all of our uh, all of our peers and loved ones when uh, when we we mentioned that we received Gary because we didn't initially tell them that we were adopting. You know, it's usually not a thing you say until the adoption goes through. Yeah, and... you don't run adoption by your family at all. <laughs> no, so we... well, no, you, you don't want to get everybody's hopes up, and then if something you know falls through and we don't win the ebay betting of a uh bidding of a an adoption you know exactly so i I, we we got gary and it seems like everybody both of our girlfriends are very very upset (laughs) yeah i'll get into that so my girlfriend she's she's upset david's girlfriend doesn't have to be around gary no she doesn't really care she just she's not a fan but she uh she, as long as it doesn't go into our apartment, she does not care. <laughs> okay, but the funniest thing is, my roommate Kyle, you guys might know him from a couple episodes back, but he was in Oregon during this adoption period. Yep. I received Gary, and then he came into the house and said, what is that? 
and I said, it's a haunted doll we bought on eBay. He was genuinely and visibly upset about that. And he goes, why, just why did you buy it? You just like, I'm like, it's, it's so we can build a rapport with our audience to show that we're committed to this podcast. And he is so upset that I brought possibly bad juju, even though I told him that Gary is a good boy and that he well, is. Yeah, so that, that's the point that I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Was that nowhere in his backstory is he an angry spirit. Not at He's all. He's a happy little boy who just had an unfortunate hunting trip with his papa. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we should have seen if we could have gotten Papa, too. I'm assuming Papa's gone, but maybe. I don't think Papa, he wasn't near a doll when he got shot, or if he even got shot at all. Right? You're trying to say Gary was carrying, or now Gary, and <laughs> yeah. he absorbed it? I mean, I maybe he got shot. They never said that he was out hunting. Maybe he was at a toy store. You never know. I'm just saying, I don't know how spirits... No, he was hunting. I don't know how spirits get into dolls, but um, he ended up in the doll father maybe didn't but usually it's only tragic uh accidents that did he blink he he kind of darted his eyes at me real quick mm. but i was gonna say it's only tragic accidents that happen that make people want to uh you know unfinished business tragic accidents make them want to stay on earth and uh yeah. possibly take the form of a doll have you seen child's play chucky yeah. was uh you know he died in a toy store yeah charles ray lee okay something like that yeah i'm just gonna pop over to ebay real quick you're gonna look for his father right now no not so much i'm gonna just search what happens if we look for a haunted doll gun because <laughs> our boy's a hunter we need to get him a proper a proper rifle oh why would you type in haunted doll gun because i don't want a haunted gun to show up i want a one that's why can't for a you just doll. type in doll gun yeah the gun is oh. doesn't have to be haunted like, this gun broke in the Civil War, and it went into this other doll gun. Whoa. What? We might have found a, a brother for Haunted Gary. doll gun sounds like a punk band. Look, we, need to, we need to TM that one. What? A haunted doll gun? Yeah, we need to. It's pretty good. All right, fine. I'll take Haunted out of here. What type of guns can we get for <laughs> little Gary? Oh, here's a nice... That's G.I. Joe. There's a nice little revolver, a little six-shooter. But, uh, okay, but... Okay, I, I do have some supporters, I have to say. Some of Gary. My parents... They, my mom especially, really loves the idea of Gary. She okay. was she was taking pictures of Gary, sending it to uh, all of her friends. I'm not even kidding. She was sending it to her friends and being like, "Look, Alex just got a haunted doll. Meet Gary." And then yeah. her friends were like, "Don't send me that." <laughs> yeah. So um, um, I can't report the same. I can say just about the opposite. I I don't have to single anybody in my life out. Um, I don't think I have a single person in my life besides you that's not upset. By the fact that we have a haunted doll. Really? Yeah, everybody's pretty mad. Like, they don't even have to be even... like In the same house? Yeah. I don't get it. Same I mean, state? And he's... he's Look, okay, I have a salt rock next to him. A, 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 salt, a salt rock Is that lamp. why his lips are salty? Maybe. His sustenance, yeah. you know? But yeah. it also keeps him... It keeps him um, in, like, time out, just in case he does... Because this is good vibes. Oh, uh, yeah. Good vibes. Gary only. has good vibes too, but I'm just saying, like, you know, you never know when he's gonna get mad. You never know with a with a fourteen year old boy. I'm not taking him out as much as I probably should be, and he loves no. the outdoors. We, we also take him out every time. We, we should have taken him to the, the grocery store before we recorded. Oh we should take him every time. Oh god. They already don't like us over at that grocery store. I know. Especially you. Might as well see if we can get like banned. It'd be kind of fun. To get banned from a grocery store for bringing a haunted doll inside? Because it's not like I'm ready I mean, to do it. 
Like we you know. we live in like inner city LA. I bet that's the least of the problems. Is a guy walking in with a doll. That's true. Like, at least you're not covered in shit yeah. because that guy had a doll and he was covered in shit. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, it, it's a uh, it's gonna be an uphill struggle to be um, two single fathers. Yeah, we're new dads. Yeah, and uh, we're, there's a lot to learn. We are technically sharing custody. Not really. He comes over for you come over for visitation because he lives at my house now. Yeah, and uh, I don't think he's allowed in mine. No. I, you know, a real test would be to see how my dog reacts to it, but no. Oh, Kuma. Yeah, yeah. we should get him over here. To bring Kuma over. So he needs or a around. baby. Do you have a baby? I can get you one. Cheap? Cheap. I mean, how cheap you are. It's, it's one of those, it's like a tattoo. You know, the money you're willing to spend is going to get you the product you need. I don't need him for long. So oh, you just get the baby. On. I only need him for like a good, good five minutes. Just put him next to the doll, see okay. what happens. There's, there's been a, there's been a crying baby at my apartment complex. I could probably snatch that up for a little bit. I think it would be a win-win for the mother and the baby. Ooh, that's like a straight witch move. You can be stealing babies. Mm, borrowing. We know about that. We know about baby, baby stealing. I, I feel like saying I'm gonna steal a baby is, um, a very harsh way of saying that I might just take a baby for a little bit. I borrow your baby. Yeah, can I borrow it, yeah. please? So, I mean, get, we're happy though. We're we're, we're happy. Couldn't and, be happier. Um, you know, we got him sitting right here on our desk next to next to us. His waist does not bend, yeah. so he can't sit. He is standing and leaning against the wall. He's going to be a fit guy. He got some real creaky joints. Yeah. Okay. We thought his legs were going to be very thin. They're actually very bulky, and they oh, sound yeah. like they have metal in them, which I don't get. The boy, the boy has some tree trunk legs. They are thick. Yeah, I mean, he, he's you got to be thick. He probably lives in Alaska, where you you got to have you know some some you know insulation for that body in the in the cold of winter while you're going out there. Yeah, it's, it's so funny. Your chair squeaked and it sounded like you farted. And my chair keeps fucking squeaking. I don't know why it's squeaking. <laughs> it never squeaks. Now it's squeaking. Do you have the wrong it. one? You're supposed to be using that know. one. There's there's two chairs that look no, identical. No, that chair is very squeaky. Okay, because I knew one of them was. Yeah. All no. right. Cool. Well, I'll I'll just be careful over here. Yeah. And but I'm, if you, if you hear some some squeaks, it's definitely me farting. It's definitely a Gary farting. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Please. Oh my god. Gary, please. Oh my god. Okay. His eyebrows just furrowed. Yeah, he's not happy about that fire chair. <laughs> I'll turn up the salt rock lamp. Yeah. But yeah, I think you're caught up on uh, on all of our fatherhood yeah. stories. Hope um, you guys had a good Thanksgiving. Yeah, I I did. Yeah. It was good. I had a lot of fun. I was no, out, out no, in the snow. Nothing too exciting happened. <clears throat> Parents came down, loved Gary, went home. Gary's sad. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, I, got, I was lucky enough to get to go out to Montana. Got to see some snow, went sledding, ate shit a lot of times. Mm, you shouldn't do that. It's bad for your health. Yeah. Well, one of one of our buddies actually, like, jacked his shoulder up pretty bad. <laughs> like, yeah, he, he went into a ditch and hit a rock and, Yeah. He had like a huge. You can't sled when you're 28, man. You can't oh, do that. He's anymore. 24. I was okay though. But still, I once you it. get over that 20 mark, like you know, you, when you're when you're a child and you're going 50 miles per hour down the down the hill on a saucer and you fall off, you're very rubber like. You know, you yeah. Stand but at the right same time, up. as a child, six miles per hour feels like you're going 100. So yeah, true. Were you guys tubing or saucering? What were you doing? I started on a saucer, and I quickly learned that you really have no control of a saucer. What do you have control of when you're going down a hill? A toboggan? I don't know. Like a normal sled. This one's just like you spin and you go whatever direction it feels like. The other ones you can at least kind of plant a heel and turn. Oh, okay. But um, I get that. 
Yeah, and the road we're going down was definitely not a straight shot, and there were lots of turns, and uh, I ate shit a lot. Were you going down like a, a, a residential road, or are you going down a hill? Um, I was going down. Um, That's I've done the road. That's it's scary. like a it's like a gravel road. It's like a <laughs> kind of like a farm road. Well, that's a hard land. If that makes sense, I guess. A, a, it's like a rural, like, you know, like rural, rural. You know, I get that. It's like a, but it's a very long, windy, steep road, oh, and. Yeah. Uh, I had Kuma running with me at one point. I had him on my, my lap, and he wasn't really digging it. And then I started to go over an edge, and I tossed him. <laughs> he was fine. He was way better off getting tossed than me going over the side of a cliff like Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, take the lesser of two injuries. You know, here you go, Kuma. Pass oh, me. he was fine. Yeah. Like I said, they're, they're rubber. Those dogs are rubber. <laughs> rubber dog. Yeah, sure. You're not dog sitting ever again. <laughs> like he survived when I dropped him down off the balcony. Okay, yeah, I think fine. he's fine. Okay, so um, but yeah, I think we're that's that's all the news we had to report yeah. on. Should we just jump into these stories? Let's get it. Okay, so I have to tell you that today is a very special episode. Yeah, because it is an episode chock full of our brothers from the other, our brothers and sisters from the different celestial. From it's another a, star, it's a it's an my a, brother from another star. Yeah, it's a it's a alien episode. So yeah. we're doing heavy aliens, and we never do aliens for some reason. Um, I, I think the reason we never do aliens is because of the fact that who's calling me? Is it Chris? No, I'm not answering that. Uh, no, it's not. He just walked by. Oh, <laughs> but um, we we never do aliens, and I think it's because uh, the majority of the time it's like, hey, it's this guy named Brian, and he saw um, you know a a flying saucer and you're like oh that doesn't hold up as well so yeah we we try to do some research and uh we, we got some uh we got some good stories for you yeah so i'll i'll start first and, and we we didn't plan this we just happened to both do alien stories and like like we've said before in previous episodes we don't tell each other we don't tell each other like what story we're doing until we're doing it but we'll just be like hey my topic is like aliens mm-hmm. and it'd be like you know, so obviously we don't do the same story, but we like to fill each other in, like kind of the topic or like like small. We'll do like a things. checklist. So we'll be like, oh, "What is yours about?" And I'll be like, "Murder," and he'd be like, "Okay, mine's about a haunting." So like, but if we both go haunting, then we go, "Okay, well now more details." Yeah, so, like where is it? Yeah, just, yeah, just in case. But so, so we're both like, "Oh, aliens!" Like, well, fuck. Yep. So, um, what I will be talking about today will not be a particular alien story, but an alien conspiracy having to do with. None other than the Catholic Church and the Vatican. I feel like you talk about the Vatican a lot. I, I've talked about the beef. I've talked about the Vatican before. Is because there's a lot of mystery, um, you know, revolving around the Vatican because it's yeah. so old. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I will actually get into right now. So, okay. Hmm. Tell um, me how old it is. Uh, <laughs> it's actually 512 years old. Ooh. So uh, I thought it would be much older, honestly. Yeah. But I mean, Vatican City was only founded in like uh, 19 like 20s or 30s. So. Really? Yeah, because Damn. it's, it's yeah, I don't a, know. No, I don't know anything. I almost said I don't know nothing. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> but like, it's a it's a independent like uh you know it's 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 like unincorporated territory. It's its own thing. Vatican City, it's its own entity. It's not a part of Italy. So it's like Washington D.C. Exactly. It's like a district, you know. So okay. Um, but since forever, the Vatican has been a hotbed of conspiracy theories from murder to mystic and supernatural artifacts but the conspiracy theory that has been explored the most and researched the most is the vatican's proof of alien existence 
And I was wondering why so many people believe that the, that the Vatican would have information on aliens, but in the end, it does kind of make sense because the Vatican, being 512 years old, is one of the oldest cultural centers still around today. Like, one of the other ones is like the Library at Alexandria, which Julius Caesar burnt down. Okay, it just had like. Uh, I read today that like burning the library of Alexandria set like humanity back like a thousand years. Cause it's just yeah. had like all of these like, m- like new, new inventions and marvels and medicine and mm-hmm. you know, all these really knowledgeable things. Um, it even had like in the library of Alexandria had like this first, the first medical school and stuff like that. And yeah. when it got burnt down, it just basically fucked over like civilization. Yeah. It kinda, the, it, so it's really old. Like the, like the YMCA down the street. Yeah, but there's less naked guys in the. Oh, never mind. Oh, I was gonna say there's less naked old guys in the Vatican, but like that's not true. <laughs> that's so not true. <laughs> so a lot of not. ball play. No, yeah, no, so I not. Mean, ba- you know, basketball, <laughs> soccer, indoor soccer, testicles. Uh, so um, they they have records going back hundreds of years, and I mean the Vatican, not the YMCA. Yeah, yeah. So they have records going back hundreds of years. And that that are actually still intact, but not mm-hmm. necessarily accessible. That laminating machine really came in handy back then. Yeah, well, I mean, you should see some of what these archives look like. They're they look beat up. They look like yeah. what you're supposed to like. Indiana Jones would like oh, pull yeah. off, or like there's like a mummy spell in well, there. Shit, what, what was that book? Um, we saw at that uh, distillery. It was like an original copy of Moby Dick. Or no, something? it was H.G. Wells' The Time Machine. Yeah, but it was original also, press of that, and they, that thing was even like felt like it was gonna disintegrate in your hand because that that whiskey place was called lost souls right spirits lost spirits and they based it off of hg wells's book which is like or the time machine was a big one and then also island of dr moreau okay and they had first editions of those that that place is so fucking cool that was really cool if you guys want if you guys come to la and you like whiskey go to lost spirits and it's like a willy wonka tour and it's fucking crazy it's like willy wonka and pirates of the caribbean that's just like yeah there's like a boat you get on and it's fucking nuts an insanely good whiskey yeah so so basically, like I said, there there are a lot of um, a, a lot of these you know uh, archives, but they're not accessible to the to the public, which makes people extremely curious on what they are actually hiding. Um, a lot of people believe that most of the alien information the Catholic Church has is in the Vatican secret archive, and the the Vatican secret archive is a real thing. It's mm-hmm. not something that conspiracy theorists are like, hey. Um, you ever heard about that? Like the Vatican's like, yes, we have a secret archive, but uh, you're only you're only allowed to access it if you're 75 years old and like high up in the Vatican. I'm not kidding. Okay. I mean, they have probably other people that are younger that maybe you know uh, patrol it and protect it, but yeah, it's 52 miles of shelving and 32,000 archives deep. We're told, you know, like no one's really going down there, especially like journalists and stuff like that or trying to find out, but that's yeah. that's the rumor. Uh the archives uh indexes are not public and like I said, only 75-year-olds uh can o- o- over scholars who are over once they're 75, they're allowed to access the the secret library. Okay. And it's housed in, like, a fortress-like bunker. It's crazy. It's underneath the, uh, the actual Vatican. Uh, some people even believe that the Vatican is holding living, breathing alien creatures uh, within the maze below the city of the Vatican. I feel like we – didn't we talk about that? We, we touched on it, I think, a little bit because okay. – Because um, that sounds familiar. Oh, no, no. You're thinking of Montauk. Kyle yeah. – when Kyle brought up Montauk – yeah. He's talking about underneath that oh, yeah. city. No, no. 
Oh, yeah, you know about that. Yeah, I know about um, that. So, but a little side note, which is really interesting, is that one of the things I actually do have in the Secret Archive is a letter from um, Mary, Queen of Scots, who was executed after being forced to uh, abdicate her throne and uh, serving nearly 20 years in custody. And uh, the note she uh, wrote was a plea note after she was sentenced to death uh, for conspiring to murder Queen Elizabeth. And she basically sent it to the Pope and wrote a desperate letter begging for her life, uh, slamming the heretics that would eventually kill her because she did get beheaded. Just a big old slam dunk. Because the Pope did not intervene and she was beheaded in 1587. So Yeah, that was a reverse slam dunk. She went to dunk it. And they, yeah. They, they blocked it so hard it flew across the court window there for three points. But that's a pretty cool, like, article. <laughs> yeah, in the basket. In the basket. It's not a hoop, it's a basket. Uh, ball. It's a wicker basket. Yeah, with no bottom. Yeah. Oh, God, I would hate to be a part of the beheading cleanup. Yeah? Yeah. I think they just kind of left it. Do you think they had a it. splash zone around, like, the, the guillotine? I think it was pretty well known that, like, hey, you're a little close, bud. Back it up. Like, okay. I mean, but there, there has I to mean, be... you see one person get splashed, and I, I don't think you're going to forget about that. Well, the thing is, do you think that people vary in their in their neck sprain of uh, once they get their head chopped off? Do you think some people are like sprayers and other <clears throat> ones aren't? <clears throat> I think that completely depends on how high their blood pressure is. I was about to say that, which yeah. is, has to be high. I mean, I don't think anybody's going into that like really calm. But at the same time, ooh, good question. A lot would of you, red meat. Would you rather have your your face facing up towards the blade or down so you can't see when the blade hits? Down. Why would you want to look at it? I don't know. It's what just would like, be, what would be the advantage of looking up to know when it's about to happen? That shit happens so fast that won't make a difference. I know, but like at least it'll definitely hit your jugular and kill you instead of like going through the back of your neck if it's like a shitty blade. It's if it goes halfway through the back of your neck, that's bad. I don't think that was very common. I don't know. I'm just asking. I'm not an expert on the guillotine. You're not? On the guillotine. I'm not. Well, I am. (laughs) So just outside of Rome, here's a couple other things that we're going to touch on, which makes people question whether the Vatican does have ties with aliens. Because there's a couple things that you go, okay, that's kind of weird. Why are they even dabbling in that? Um, So just outside of Rome uh, is a small town called Castel Gandolfo. Pretty cool, right? Yeah, there's a sandwich shop called Gandolfo's, and every time someone talks about that, I laugh. Where's the sandwich shop? Um, There were some in Montana, some in Idaho. I think there's some in Oregon. I don't think it's a very big one, but it's like, you know, it's a multi-state chain, but every time somebody's like, oh, yeah, you want to go to lunch at Gandolfo's, I laugh. It's a bad name. Um, It's a great name. It sounds weird, yeah, especially for sandwich shop. Yeah. But in this town resides a satellite Vatican estate where the Pope resides to, uh, he resides in the summer months, and so he's just like fucking chilling. And, And also a headquarters for Vatican astronomers. Which okay. is weird. I have no idea yeah, why. Yeah, you wouldn't think that a religion exactly like right? that would be like, hey, we should look into those stars. So within the complex, uh, within the complex lies two massive uh, roof domes that can be opened up to reveal two gigantic telescopes used to study the heavens since the 1930s. Why do they even have these in the first place? Because, uh, like, doesn't science kind of go against religion? Like, I'm. Maybe they're I mean, trying to see God. I don't... They were they were trying to cut it off. You know, if, if something's going to happen, they needed to be like, well, it's happening because of this reason, because of God. Like, well, I mean, especially... they didn't want to be caught off guard by anything. I guess. I mean, especially in the 1930s where, like, they're very against uh, science and they're just like, you know, still astronomers. And it's kind of like a 
interesting thing. But I guess if they contexted in like God created the heavens and we're looking at the heavens and yeah. you know we're paying homage to God, then I don't know. You could maybe swing it, but maybe they just have so much fucking money they don't know what to do with it. Probably well, 1930s <laughs> money too. I don't yeah. know. So um, the the Catholic Church. Another thing, the Catholic Church now states that if there is extraterrestrial life out there, that it is created by God Himself. Yeah. Uh, the sudden change in the idea. They're like dibs, we, dibs, yeah, dibs, it, dibs. Well, that's what I was going to say. Is that the sudden change in the idea that humans and uh, humans are God's children, uh, like. They've, they've said, like, humans are the only thing, and now they're like, well, aliens are God's children, too. It throws up a bunch of red flags, yeah. like which which means that the church is either guessing uh, or or they have proof of aliens. They're throwing you know? up a Hail Mary, right? Yeah. They're like, exactly. oh, dinosaurs? Yeah. No, no, no. We dips on those two. Um, they were Satanists. Exactly. Either way, they're trying to solidify and preserve the, the Catholic church teachings. They're just like, uh, yeah, like, you know. It, it, yeah, aliens? Oh, yeah. No. They exist. If yep. they exist, then they're a part of us. Yeah. So I don't know. So uh, they they have again stated we're that, we're not trying to knock on anybody's religion, but we're just making fun of the 1930s. No, I yeah, yeah. I mean I feel like most people who are religious they don't knock science as much as uh, except for like maybe Christian scientists. Not that I have anything against them, but like just you know get your medicine, you know. Oh, is that who does like the whole? They don't go. They don't go to like okay. chemo if they have cancer, you know. Yeah. So, but that's what I'm saying. Like a lot of people who are very religious now are just like, oh, of course, science, ex- aliens, you know, whatever. The, yeah. The possibility. But uh, the... like, have they seen Jurassic Park? <laughs> <laughs> this shit's real. Have they seen Jeff Goldblum? He is God sent. He's in. Man, he covers both spectrums on that. He's in dinosaurs and aliens. He is Independence Day. Wow. Yeah. Maybe we should get a crossover. We should get him on this. Um. But... <laughs> The most, the, how insane would that be? If Jeff Goldblum, Goldblum just crazy comes in through an episode. Yeah. He would be the guy if like you just randomly emailed him. He's like, okay, yeah, yeah. Have oh seen- yeah, cool, cool, yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, so <laughs> the the most public evidence came in November of 2009 when the Pontifical Academy of Sciences, the Vatican Science Department, held a conference of over 30 scientists and the religious leaders of and religious leaders in Rome. The subject, life on other planets, its possibility and its ramifications. Okay. Which is very interesting. I think there you could either say that they they have had a little heads up and they've maybe experienced something or they're just like, "Hey, we're we're trying to evolve at the times. Yeah. If aliens do come down, what are we going to do? Roll you know? the punches. That's why you said, like, they kind of a shout-out, like, dibs. Yeah. The, the, they belong to yeah, us. Dibs. So Sorry, sorry. I'm on my phone. I'm, I'm tweeting Jeff Goldblum at the moment with our account. Oh. What are you, you tweeting him? Does he have a Twitter? I doubt it. I doubt he uses it, if anything. Um, right? I mean, here's an at Jeffrey Goldblum. Does he have a blue check? He doesn't have a blue check. Oh, man. We'll have to do some research into that and try to find him. Are you still going to tweet this guy? I'm still going to fucking tweet him. <laughs> like, can you get in contact with the real Jeff All Goldblum? caps, yo, I don't care if you're the real one. <laughs> get on this podcast, <laughs> daddy. Blocked. Yo, I feel like I just got... I feel like I just had a... Uh, an aneurysm. <laughs> well, that actually relates to my story later. Oh, well, we'll get back into my. No, I was saying I had some deja vu. Oh, that's weird. Well, we do do this uh, podcast weekly, so maybe. 
Uh, no, I just remember calling Jeff Goldblum daddy over a tweet. Oh, that's interesting. That's very specific. And you've probably done that the before. Done, thing. You've probably done it before <laughs> drunk. So in 1977, this one was kind of a weird one, but in 1977, U.S. President Jimmy Carter, one of the only presidents who has claimed to see a UFO, which is pretty weird uh, for a president to say that out loud, uh, wanted to release all the U.S. information known about extraterrestrial existence to the public. He asked the Library of Congress to reach out to all possible sources regarding UFO intelligence, but when the library's contact reached out to the Vatican, they uh, they are they were not once, but they were twice denied of any information about alien intelligence. So the U.S. government's like, "Hey, you guys got any things?" They're like, "No, no," mm-hmm. and I'm like. Like, for as much as, like, the astronomer things, like, you don't believe that they were just at least, like, throw some shit out there. Like, oh, like, yeah, we think this. Like, at least, like, try to, like, push God a little bit. Like, being like, yeah. we, we found aliens and they are, they are Christ-like, you know. But um, I just thought that was so weird that, like, even a president came out and be like, hey, uh, I saw a UFO. And you're like, fuck, we voted for this guy. Yeah. Not saying that they don't exist, but I just mean a yeah. lot of people are skeptical. It would be... It's a controversial a, statement. Yeah, it'd be a smarter move for a president to just, if they saw a UFO, to just not really mention it. Because you're not going to swing more voters saying you saw a UFO than you would if you just didn't say anything. The people who believe in UFOs, like, wholeheartedly, <laughs> and I mean, I, th- I do think aliens exist. I'm not saying that they don't, but I'm saying oh, yeah. the people who are, like, really heavy into this are also the people who are just, like, not voting because they don't trust the government. So they're just not yeah. going to the voting polls altogether. Yeah. So, um Another thing that was kind of weird is um, an email apparently released by WikiLeaks, uh, Julian Assange, has revealed ex-space band Edgar Mitchell, the sixth man on the moon, wrote to American politician John Podesta to tell him the Vatican knows extraterrestrials exist and wants to, and, uh, wants to share zero-point energy with us. Zero-point energy. Zero-point what? It's called zero point energy. It's zero point what? Like zero point five, zero point six? No, it it it. What it is is uh, well, it's a bad measurement. First first thing is uh, Podesta. Uh, he want he also told Podesta that a space war is imminent. And, I mean, yeah, and said that uh, because the war in space uh, in space race is heating up, I felt you should be aware of several factors as you and I as you and I schedule our Skype talk. Yeah, that's so weird that like. The sixth man on the moon and John Podesta, who like, yeah, uh, was like, they're talking about right space on... race wars. Why well, just... No, no, no. Is that they're skyping? <laughs> yeah, I know. like you think they'd be like a, a... Facetimers, they, right? They get really mad about not using government emails, and then all of a sudden there's like fucking on Skype. Like, yeah. you think like some like coder at like the Skype company is like, hey, dude, this is a really weird conversation. I'm like, I'm looking at right now, and they... yeah. So um, they used Omegle. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> He's like, oh, that's a guy's penis. Yeah. Um, so the former NASA astronaut is also said to have revealed how uh, benevolent aliens, would, like I said, wish to share zero-point energy with people of Earth. And the technology would apparently open up uh, uh, the possibility of extracting free energy from empty space. Hey, I like free stuff. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's what all that black matter floating – or was it called dark energy? Not black matter. Dark energy? Apparently, dark energy takes up 99% of the universe, and we don't know what it is. 
we don't know what we don't know what 99% of the universe is. Well, th- no, they're saying that th- that's why they call it dark energy. Like you can't call it I mean, they named it something, but like maybe in 100 years they'll name it something else, but it's basically this energy that they can't really identify. So, they're calling it dark energy. So, we need some zero point energy now, right now. Maybe that's what Teslas are made out of. Who knows? But um Come on, Elon. Yeah. Maybe he's an alien. I mean, he does really 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 want to go to Mars. What do you mean, maybe he's an alien? No, like, as a 100% not a fucking human. He's like, you want PayPal? Here we go. I am your PayPal. But you know what's interesting? I just saw a document, not a document, an interview with him, and these guys are interviewing him, and they go, hey, um, what do you think about Mars? When are you going to land on Mars? And he goes, within my lifetime, we're going to land on Mars. And they go, oh, okay, cool. And he goes, I'm definitely trying to go to Mars. And they go, so do you think Mars is going to be, because they go, is it going to cost a lot? And he goes, yeah, it's going to cost a lot to go to Mars, obviously. And the, and he goes, do you think that's going to be a haven for the the ultimate wealthy people to escape this planet to survive? And he's like, no. He's like, it's, he goes, no, it's it's Mars. Are you serious? And he goes, I'm not even kidding. He goes, he goes the first thing you got to do is survive the travel to Mars, then land on Mars, and then all you're going to do the entire time is help build the space station on Mars, which is extremely deadly. And, ex- like, it is the most inhab- – like, one of the most inhabitable uh, – inhabitable planet or not so what you're saying is we're gonna lose terry cruz the Dwayne the rock johnson we're gonna lose all of our big beefy wealthy people no he's saying the opposite he's saying that there's no way any like if you want to survive stay on earth like do yeah. not go to mars and yeah. he's like he's like there's still with everything going right there's still a high probability chance of dying and then getting back to earth from mars is like yeah it's a one-way ticket yeah well you have to wait for like the orbit to or like uh, a certain spot like for earth to be traveling around the sun to line up with uh earth, yeah, yeah earth exactly and it's like so you have to stay there for five years too and he's like and they're like, you want to – he's like, so you – the guy's like, you want to go to Mars then? You'll die. And he's like, why do people, you know, like traverse the oceans and stuff like yeah. that even though it's super dangerous? He's like, some people just like the challenge. And I'm like, yeah. Why do people you? go up uh, like all – like the crazy-ass mountains Oh, that's what he shit. said. He like, said, yeah. why do people cl- cl- climb Mount Everest even yeah. though they know hundreds of people have died on it? Some people like <laughs> You the literally challenge. walk by the dead bodies on your way they're up. They're markers. Yeah. They named them. They're called yeah. like red fl- – uh, They're like, oh, so you're at this guy. That means you're this far. There, like, there's a guy yeah. called like Red Boots or something yep. that's like a marker and then another guy wrapped in an I American flag. I'm pretty sure they just recently within the last like couple years identified red boots like people didn't know who it was for a long time they finally identified him Ooh, that's crazy yeah i mean somebody hadn't known he was up there right yeah but i mean that so many people die up there yeah it's crazy yeah and yeah. most of them don't even get seen because they're just covered with you have to wait for like yeah. a thawing you get, you get buried like, oh and, that's yeah. a body right there yeah a covered riddled with oxygen tanks too because you can't carry those yeah but we're digressing too much um we do that but deal with the it. last the last thing which i think is the most interesting um, evidence that aliens exist uh, and the Vatican knows about it is that in 1998 there were excavations done uh, excavations I'm sorry done uh, underneath the Vatican's secret archive uh, you know they're just like remodeling and stuff like that you know they gotta they gotta look nice too yeah. um, and one of the workers found a couple strange skulls while digging Ooh. they were elongated extended skulls with oversized slanted eye sockets small mouths and nose openings and giant dome-like craniums bearing a similar resemblance to a type of uh, alien known as a gray small gray were they large grays, small grays? Um, well, I mean, medium grays. Small grays still have large heads, so I think, 
I feel like all greys have the same size heads but different size bodies. Yeah, that's I could fair. be completely wrong. That's fair. But um, after yeah, but where are they? Where are these skellies at? Obviously, they got that's that's why people believe that they have live aliens in there in like beneath the Vatican is because they found these skulls and they're like, oh, maybe they buried them, you know, because you bury the dead. Um, most for the most part, you do. But after discovering uh, after the discovery of the strange skulls, Pope John Paul of the Vatican uh, military closed all access to the site. In the uh, so he closed all access. He's like, no more workers. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. He said that verbatim. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. No, I've, I've heard plenty of popes say he, those. He went, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> what the fuck you idiots doing down <laughs> so, here? So he closed it all up, and in the end, its conclusion was best summed up by Sister Judy Mabosa, a Catholic nun, stating, "Quote: Whatever those remains represent, there's a reason why the good fathers buried them there to be forgotten." <gasps> Man, you always come out with these great endings. I usually am just like, yeah, I'm done writing. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm done. I'm, yeah, I'm, done. There. I'm done. So, I mean, I don't know. There's there's a lot of weird evidence. I mean, I don't know why they wouldn't just be like, hey, yo, these were um, these were soldiers from the from the Royal Guard or something. You know what I mean? These ones are from Chernobyl. Yeah, like why didn't they just come out and say something if like that wasn't the case? But there's so much mystery and like – the archive is so gigantic; they have to have at least some secrets down there. Like, yeah. if not aliens, they have to have some, you know, long sought after questions that you know that people have been wondering for a long time, especially yeah. about like ancient history. So, I don't know; it's really interesting, and I hope that the Vatican knows. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, but I mean, it, like at this point, like who gives a shit if you know there's aliens just fucking let us know well that's the thing that's the thing where the 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 people the masses would go crazy you know you what i mean so? i think most people be like oh that's sick i yeah <laughs> i would i mean no i, I mean, would be would, a little scared though <clears throat> it right? would be really cool but it's like i don't know they haven't really done anything to us yet i mean that sure that could have been the big the big, the big old bang bang a rooski mm-hmm for the dinosaur, maybe the dinosaurs were just like, yeah, fuck aliens, and then they're like, oh, fuck us, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and then they swoop through. Yeah, maybe it was but... an alien saucer that hit, and that wasn't an asteroid. You ever seen the first episode of Futurama? Mm-hmm. The the part when he first gets frozen, and it's like showing like the... He tips back in his chair. Yeah, but it, it, he's in the thing, and it does like, I think it's... Oh, the, the time by the window, and it shows yeah, like... It, it shows like aliens like come through and destroy the civilization. Three like, times. Yeah, like three times, and it rebuilds, mm-hmm. but yeah. You know, maybe that's what happened, but you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it 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 could be. I always get made fun of back in my oh, my friend group back home because I said... They exist, too. You're not making it up. <laughs> like, I'm really popular back home, I swear. <laughs> um, but I always get made fun of because I said that there was a possibility that, like... You ever heard of the theory that Earth is just a, like... A, of like a flying disc, like it's it's flat? No, no, no. The, the idea that Earth is a, uh, like a experiment where they've taken like uh yeah, animals and creatures yeah. from every other planet and they put them on this to see how they interacted and i was like yeah. that means that there, there could be a possibility of a of a planet with just zebras on it yeah and they all think it's the funniest fucking thing i mean it's ever a heard. it's a funny thing to think of but it's like it's not nothing's impossible exactly. like that could happen thank you i feel like i mean they're also just like i give so many people shit back home like i give all my friends shit so i think like, oh yeah they're just like oh watch this he's he's kind of sensitive about the fact that like we're oh, all yeah. laughing at him so they're just not gonna let up yeah your buddy looks really good in those skinny jeans you make fun of him but the you know deep down you're like you know he does look pretty good in those 
kind of that thing, right? And then, yeah, deep down, he's thinking, hey, there might be a zebra planet. So, yeah. I mean, we don't have to say it. It's a, it's an unspoken bond. Yeah. But um, No, for sure. Yeah, so the Vatican definitely knows about fucking aliens, and they definitely have them down there, and yeah. they just need to share them. I think the worst thing for me in my train of thought when it comes to the whole aliens thing is it's just like, yeah, there's other there's other life in the universe, but like, what if we're the more advanced ones that just like we're the ones that are supposed to be flying over to them with flying saucers, like, and they're just like yeah. still like cavemen or some shit, and it's I like mean, we're the, the advanced civilization that hasn't gotten their shit together yet. There's definitely planets in the galaxy, I mean, in the universe that that are just like they have to be like microbes, you know what I mean? Like they yeah. they were us billions of years ago, so it's yeah. like there there has to be. But I don't think – I mean that would be shitty if we were like the, the most advanced. Yeah. Like, I mean we're, That's what I'm we're doing pretty good. But I mean I'm, eating, no, I yeah, want I'm some... not talking shit. I'm just saying like yeah. yeah we it's... like we get we get to a planet and just us like 15 years ago and they're like, oh shit, look at their iPhones. Like, Wouldn't that be crazy whoa. if we just like flew to a planet and then we landed and we get out and they're like – they look exactly like us, yeah. but it's the, it's the early 2000s, and they're like, yeah. I'm blue, da ba dee da Exactly. They don't and have smartphones. Like, and you're like, oh, my God, it's exactly like Earth, but they're 20 years behind. It's like Canada. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a, that's a bad joke. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, who knows? Hopefully we – I'm not That is make... a good question. Who does know? <laughs> The Vatican fucking that's knows. That's who we're trying to figure it out, So that's man. my story, and uh, right. hope hope you hope you you know enjoyed it. Yeah, should I just jump on in? Yeah, like we said earlier, we're gonna do another alien story. Aliens. Um, I don't know if I sound different. Why? Um, no, this is you just get probed. This has nothing to do with that. I've I've just had a cold. I just want to say if you if you could hear me clearing my voice voice every now and then, which I can only assume it will be worse while I'm talking more. Um. I'm not here to bitch and moan. I'm just saying. If I'm coughing or just clearing my throat, that's why I'll try not to do it. Don't but... do it. Okay. <coughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> so uh, here at Camp Strange, we have talked about a few fun little stories of alien abduction. Some by celebrities. Others by, uh, you know, nerds in lab coats getting annihilated underground laboratories. Yeah, they definitely got annihilated. Yeah. Um, just torn in half. <laughs> through portals through portals but um i thought you know it, it's funny because like toe and i were just both coming in together and we we're like we were both just like yeah like someone said like we want more alien stories and then we both like actually did it on our own and we're like let's do an alien story separately yeah. um so i thought it would be fun to take it back to the basics a little bit and we'll talk about the first time one of them little bastards snatched one of us up and did weird shit to our butts i'm talking about the first <laughs> abduction no aliens not uncles not uncles Aliens. You were thinking uncles, right? Oh. Well, I mean, if you think about it, like, aliens could be, you know, the human race's uncle. They watch from a distance. They do weird shit to our butts. It's like that. They're always fucking my crops up. Big gray heads. Yeah, <laughs> huge gray heads that they can't balance a, a toupee on. Large, large but still beady eyes. I'm picturing your fucked up uncle right now. Which one? <laughs> Oh man, I'm kidding. I've I've great. I uncles. love you, David. <laughs> David, come here. <laughs> Bring me cranberry sauce, <laughs> more turkey, pork rolls in my mouth, more sugar, <laughs> sugar water, sugar. That's a Men in Black reference. Yeah, it is. Anyway, oh, do you see the new one they're coming out with? MIB twenty three. Mm, 
No. They're doing a crossover with they're 23 not. Jump. What? Yeah, that guy, that guy booted. Fuck. No, they're, they're rebooting it with uh, Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson. AKA, oh, okay. AKA the duo from Thor 3, which I think is a oh, pretty she's good. good. I didn't yeah. know who that was for a second. I, do, I like her. She's that's, good. That should be fun. Okay, so this event, like I was saying, is the, uh, the first quote-unquote abduction, which it... it it kind of is, kind of isn't. I'll get into that later. Mm-hmm. Um, but so this event takes place um, the night of September 19th, 1961 in Port Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Mm, you know aliens love New Hampshire. Well, they just love mouths of the port. Oh, well. Ports, they don't. They don't love, we all know they don't love mouths. They love anuses. Maybe they love mouths so much they're like, we got to save that for last. So let's start the other end. True. Yeah, they want to <laughs> preserve the mouth. It's like when they're you like, we can go in through the mouth, but we're gonna fuck up the mouth. So let's yeah. just go in through the anus and then. Uh, it's like when you're saving that best bite for last. You know, you got that on the plate. Yeah. Okay. Saving the best bite for last. You're grossing me out. Yeah, I do that. So Barney and Betty Hill. We're oh, driving, yeah. Barney and a, Betty, they seem too fat and white for my liking. Really? <laughs> no, I don't know. It's the sixties. People were like named Barney, but I picture like Barney's a, an awesome name. Let's I, bring it back. I just picture like a Barney and Betty. Like I don't like alliteration and and couple names. It just freaks me out a little bit. Wait, is Barney and Betty? That's not. That's not Flintstones, is it? Who are the rebels? Oh my god. <laughs> it's it's Barney Fred and Wilma and Barney. Barney and it is Barney and Betty, dude. No, it's not. Yes, Betsy, it... Bet no. I think it's Betty. You got duped, man. Fuck, You're just gonna this fucking is a fake read story. It. Gonna... All right, podcast is over. <laughs> fucking ending this bullshit. You're gonna do the next half hour. You're gonna describe a Flintstones episode. You're like they're from <laughs> Bedrock, and uh, I was reading Barney. off Clickhole. God damn it. No, I actually have to fucking Google this. Is it really Barney and Betty? Yeah, it's Barney Rubble. I definitely know it's Barney Rubble because you got Barney Rubbo, Trubbo. That's from Ocean's Eleven. Well, I know it's I know it's Barney. And then Betty. Yeah, I think his wife's name is no, Betty. No, it's not. I Googled Barney and Betty, and the first thing that comes up is this story. Yeah, because that's the fucking last thing you Googled. I'm okay. Well, I use different search People engines. People are at home screaming right now at the radio being like, it's blah, blah, blah. Let me think. Flintstone. <sighs> it is Betty. I knew it. It is Betty. What the fuck? Yeah. Son of a bitch. Also, I mean, cold take, but both of those females on the show, they were smoke shows. Big time. They were good looking. Both those guys oh, were. Big time. Man, I miss the days when you could just be a fat dude and get a really hot wife. Yeah. Now the standards are so hard. It's so hard. I mean, we are in LA, but. <laughs> it's always been. It's always been. Uh... It's been a hard time for Alex. Man, he's put a lot of work. I wish women would just settle for me now. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Katie. Um, <laughs> yikes. Okay, so uh, Barney and Betty Hill, mm-hmm. the Hills. We're gonna call them the Hills, not the the the, Bet, the Rettle, Rubble, Rubble, Barney Rubble. Oh, fucking name. Rebel scum! <laughs> Jesus, okay, so we're finally getting into the story, huh? So the Hills were driving on a rural highway on their way home when a very life-changing event happened. They realized that they were named after the Flintstones and drove headfirst into a wall. Shit, when did the Flintstones first air? We're never going to get through this podcast. We're not. <laughs> this, you, sh- you, all, you just had to keep your fucking mouth shut about this goddamn Flintstones. I don't know. Well, well, you keep talking, I'll find out when they first aired. Yeah, okay. So the loving couple... Um, were thought as an exemplary couple. 
uh, Barney was a postman and Betty was a social social worker. Mm-hmm. They were very active. Uh, they were very active in their community and were hugely involved in the civil rights movement. Being that Barney was black, okay, and Betty was white. So you you made a comment earlier about two white people names. So you were oh, wrong. I said they're too fat and white for my liking. Yeah, yeah. I guess I was wrong. Um, by the way, when was this? This was 1961. The first Fuck, episode. I don't like your face right now. The first episode of the Flintstones aired September 30th, 1960. Fuck. They were named. No, they weren't. Were they one years old? <laughs> they weren't named after them. They just. Were they one years old? Yeah, they got married at it's one. A, it's a joke, you God. dickhead. Because you said that were they named after them, and I was like, oh yeah, they're named. You know what? Shut the fuck up, okay, asshole. I know what I'm saying over here, and it was a joke. I hope it was one of those things that was like, oh, your name's Barney, her name's Betty. You guys should date, and then they got married a year later. Maybe actually. You never know. Times moved quick back then. People got pregnant yep. before they finished grade school. I'm telling you. Did they? Yeah, you know. But there's a lot of people getting held back. <laughs> Not too smart back there. Yeah, that lead-based paint yeah. really fucked that education system up. Yeah, made them think there were a lot of aliens around. <laughs> Stop throwing up. What are you doing? I'm just burping. Oh, God. It's kind of like throwing up. So, like I said, like most of these stories go, the Hills were driving uh, their car on an isolated road when they encountered a bright light that appeared to be following them. Okay. Then, bang, they pull up at their house at 5 5 a.m., unable to remember anything that happened after the bright light and before arriving home. Oh, they're drinking some road sodas, huh? Mm -hmm, Hopefully. Mm. Um, So, confused, they went inside, but they're also kind of like fighting the feeling that something terrible had happened to them. (laughs) They go outside and see that there's a guy stuck in the hood of their car. They're like, oh, fuck. They were dragging a small family (laughs) underneath their station wagon. so after a while the memories started to return to the couple and the memories started to come together and the hills were abducted by aliens so were aliens as popular as they are now back in the 60s like were they so honestly i think they were more popular okay because from what i was reading it seemed like a lot of the tv shows and stuff like a lot of the radio shows, the TV shows and stuff, that all started in, like, the 40s and then, the, like, the 50s and stuff. Yeah. And so there were a lot of, like, you know, Twilight Zone stuff, but no one had ever been abducted by an alien. Yeah, okay. Well. Well, un- that we know of. Yeah, no one, nothing really, like, super documented was. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, although this is more than likely not the first, quote-unquote, abduction, like I was saying, um, this would be the first publicized one. So this yeah. is like the first time like they went to the news. Exactly. It became a whole thing. And so the the story kind of went from the psychologist to a book and then a TV movie. And that melted into the story template used like to this day. Do they get all that money from that? No, no, they're dead. True. <laughs> I'm just thinking maybe I should get abducted. Uh, you'd have to go back in time. You'd have to be get no, I get abducted now. Why don't... I mean, you can, but, like, this is, like, the original. Yeah. This is, like, the original, like, this is what happened, and then that's how people, like, tell the story. Okay, we just have to do something that no one's claimed yet. Like, I got kidnapped by Bigfoot. No one's been kidnapped by him yet, right? Mm, yeah. They have. No one returned, so that could be a good... That could be Whoa, a gold mine. Return. 
He just had to like rip off my arm though. Yeah, he was strong. We can we can lose one. He was strong. Which one of those shoulders feel a little loose? Which one do you think? My left feels it clicks sometimes. Just it's good because you're right-handed, right? Yeah, tear it out. Right now? So no, we'll wait. Oh, okay, we'll wait. we'll wait. Okay, yeah, just cool, for cool. a little longer. So <clears throat> the the details of the hill shared would tend to vary, you know, from time to time because it's still there. They're still trying to get their like mind back, and but it would all it would always like stick to the same idea, and uh, they're you know classic. They were snatched up. Tested on with various procedures and then dumped back on our stupid, slowly and sadly dying rock in space. Oh. A little sad moment right there for everybody. Yeah. Earth I mean, is dying. it's very negligent of the aliens to, to kidnap people, abduct them while they are driving, and then maybe one of the aliens popped out and drove their car home. You know, I hope they'd at least pull over and turn it off. Yeah, or at least like don't let them drive home. Like after you abduct somebody, you go, man, you can't, they can't be driving after. They can't be lifting or using heavy machinery, you know. So yeah. hopefully one of the aliens drove it. Imagine a guy like driving next to like the alien. He just like throws up a hand to wave, and you're like, yeah. what the fuck is that? And he just like drives the car to the house. And he's just like, fuck, we need to get another one. We need to get this mind out of here. But two are working the pedal and the brake, and one's yep. working the steering wheel. That's cute. oh, you don't you don't know the size of these boys. Yeah, but it's cute to think that. Okay, I think. I'm so like I was saying before, at the time of the accident, the Hills could not recall exactly what happened. And and later on, the pieces would start to fall together. So I will read to you some of the details that were shared in the book about the event. Mm-hmm. So this is in quotes, because I'm basically just going to read a book to you at this point. No. Not my words. Um, the Hills stopped for coffee at a roadside diner around 10 p.m., and they figured they would get home somewhere around 3 a.m. Time out. What the fuck? <laughs> Is that a thing you do in the 60s? <laughs> like, hey, let's go get that, that speedy bean juice <laughs> at 10 p.m. And then get home at 3 a.m. Because I'm a postman. You're a social worker. That's fuck this. super weird. Is that like? Is that how like people in the 60s, like instead of like going to a bar, there's like, you want to go drink coffee? Is that like another way of like saying things? I know in that show Luke Cage... Like, oh, like drinking get, coffee. Getting coffee is the same thing as boning, bumping Uggs. Oh, okay. I mean, maybe no. they're bumping Uggs. Out people don't the... go to the diner to fuck. I mean, yeah, I'm sure some people do. You've never do. been to, was it Massachusetts? Where were they? New Hampshire? Jesus, yeah, New Hamp. New Hampshire? New Hampshire. New Hampshire. So, New Hump? Yeah, sure. I just don't know who's drinking coffee. I got Yeah, who goes to get weird. coffee at 10 p.m. so they can get home at 3? Maybe it's like... That's like if you don't drink, that's what you do. My weird thing is who's who's recalling this right now? They are. Okay, but so they remember they slowly remembered their blackout? Yes. Okay. Mm, yeah. How convenient. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so they would uh they would get home at three AM sometime late. So after this happened, you know, they, 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 they leave the diner, they're driving. Betty looked out the passenger side window and saw a bright object following them. At her instant, at her like command, that's a weird thing to say right? <laughs> in a book. Just like at her command, like why couldn't you just be like? She said, "Hey, pull over!" Like she's like commanding. Like I feel like that's painting a bad light on her. She's like, "Nein, nein." She's like German. <laughs> I'm commanding you. But yeah, so um, so Betty asked to pull over. Barney pulled over, parked the car, got out, okay, looked, looked at the object through a pair of binoculars, which. Every, what a creep. <laughs> every good American keeps a pair of binoculars in their in their car. I mean, 
I mean, when I was younger, I always wanted like a pocket watch. So do you think like a pocket watch and like a you had like a pocket watch and a binoculars and a switchblade and a what else did old people have? I need my tools and a flask, like flask. That was another one. Those sick flashlights from like World War One that were like shaped in an L. Yeah, maybe a bayonet. They carried just a bayonet around. Yeah, you don't know what you can attach yeah, it to. Yeah, people have my bayonet oh, on my oh, broom. Um, an old uh, school lighter that you throw into a building. I always had a problem with those action movies. Talking about zippos? Yeah, you know a zippo lighter yeah. where where people throw it onto the gasoline as they leave yeah. the building. I'll be like, man, you should have just lit, went down and lit the puddle. You now, now you're out of zippo. Yeah, but that's not cool. It's not cool, but it's it's. You know how much those movies cost? I'm all about. I'm a fiscal conservative. <laughs> Yeah, I had one of those Zippos when I was in middle school, and it ran out of uh, juice. It ran out of juice, yeah. and since I was like thirteen, mm-hmm. couldn't buy it, and so I just turned it upside down and I sprayed an entire thing of Axe body spray into the sponge because it was flammable. So I thought, hey, maybe that can fuel this bitch up. It didn't. Oh my god, that is it, so fucking stupid. It didn't. Well, I mean, like, what the hell are you lighting anyway? Um, more fires. I was about to say, maybe it's good that it you know what you know what we used to actually do. Uh, we would take Capri Suns, we'd drink them. Obviously, would you turn them into cell phones? We would. Oh, never mind. Get it real thin. Yeah. With the straw in it, uh-huh. and you'd take the Axe body spray and you'd spray it into the straw. the straw, so uh-huh. it it would inflate. Okay. And then you would hold that's a bomb a lighter in front of the straw, and you'd slowly squeeze it, and it'd be a flamethrower. No way. Yeah, we would do that. That's a lot. so cool. You know what I did with uh, Capri Suns? Drink them. <laughs> I drink them, and then I and then I fold them in half at like where like the straw was the median, and throw them away. No, no, and then I, I and then the straw would be the antenna coming out of the top, and then you fold it into like a flip phone, and you could draw like a um like you know thing on it. It's like a phone. So mine was less cool. Childhood was rough for you, huh? I, no, I was just you know. You had a big imagination. My fucking childhood is rough. You're making flamethrowers, dude. I'm just being I did wholesome I, as shit. I did what I had to do to survive. Yeah, God damn I, it. I was trying to call the fucking cops to get your ass in jail. Probably. We're going to burn down like three things. It's fine. Jesus. <laughs> so let's go back to the quotes from this book. <laughs> um, so it says, the object was a spacecraft with a set of double windows through which Barney could see clearly at least half a dozen living beings in uniform staring back at him. Yeah. They tried to flee from the UFO, and the couple heard a series of loud beeps and felt an odd tingling of drowsiness come over them. That's cool. They found the brown noise. That's like the brown noise. The brown noise is a noise that you could play, and it makes somebody shit their pants, except they found the noise that makes you fall asleep. You know about the brown noise? Well, I mean, I don't know about you, but I usually don't shit my pants when I fall asleep. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying they found a very similar. <laughs> and you're a liar. All right, so, uh, all right, what color do we want to call it? The teal noise. What what color makes you think asleep? Like a black light? noise. I'm thinking like a baby blue. A no. peri the periwinkle noise. No, black. Black is now. What the fuck kind of like? Or maybe like a a purple at least a dark purple. Okay, what's a word for dark purple? Velvet. The velvet noise? I'll take it. That's cool. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> you you fucking brought this up, man. No, no, you were talking about brown noises and shit. Shut up. 
so the couple would recall the aliens as little greys, like as I'm sure you guys have heard a million times, not just through our podcast, but in the world. Little greys are hot right now. They're real hot. Um, so yeah, little greys, the little little grey guys, big black eyes. and uh, Big grey heads, small little slender bodies. Yeah. Classic. So, yeah, they saw little greys and said that they probed them with needles on their saucer-shaped craft. I thought you were going to say on their sausage. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's a good breakfast. Barney's like, my sausage got poked quite a bit, and uh, I don't quite like them little greys no more. Hey, Betty, my breakfast sausage is out of this world! <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling Barney sounded nothing like that. He might have. But, uh... The couple continue to have nightmares and flashbacks uh, until about two years later, and they saw a psychologist and started. It took them two took years. Them fucking two years of nightmares well, of this shit. Well, you know, you know, back then. Oh yeah, back then you don't want to get put in a ward. Psychologist, you know, that was a made-up science. You know, there's a, still a red flag. There's people who are just like shaking from shell shock, and they're just like, "Oh, put a band-aid on it. Yeah, lock them up." Make yeah, them... you're crazy now. Yeah. <laughs> That's just, I mean, that's what it was, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. people were afraid to get help because it was so, like, it was such a bad thing to need help in, like, the mental compartment. Yeah, he's Department, like, not compartment. Jesus Christ. Oh, you don't... I'm going to throw you in a fucking mental asylum. It's about time. I mean, it's like guys going, like, oh, I had to kill my best friend. And he's like, well, you know what? I didn't get my fucking Christmas bonus this yeah. year. We all have problems, Jim. Exactly. The couple continued to have nightmares and flashbacks until the time they went and saw a psychologist who didn't believe them, but could also see that the, the, the Hills like truly believed in themselves. And so that's one thing that I also saw that was noted in what some of the things I read was like, it's like, I think they said it was like 2.5% of people in the United States have claimed to have been abducted at one point. You said 2.5 people? Who? What? 2.5% of oh, people okay. in the United States I'm like, have claimed. Two guys and a dwarf? Yeah. Oh, come on, man. What? <laughs> it's, a, it's a little person. It's an LP. I'm Who sorry. Knows? I'm sorry. Someone... You, you, I'm sorry if you can't say that. I don't can mean so- that. Can someone speak up and tell us? What I don't is. know what's right oh, anymore. God, it doesn't fucking matter. I smashed my moral compass on a rock five years ago. Okay, but yeah, so two and a half percent of the American population believe that they have been um, abducted at one point or come in contact with, with aliens. That's fucking nuts. And what I read in that was that when psychologists interview them and stuff, it's that... Um, the people who claim this legitimately believe it. Like, they're not lying. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that they're, like, true or it, it is true. But, like, they, to, the to like, the bare bones of their soul, like, they believe that happened. I mean, I, I was reading another alien story, and they said that these four guys claimed that they got abducted, and all four of them passed the lie detector test. And it's oh, like... Yeah. I mean, those are bullshit. I can tell you a real good story about that, but those are bullshit. A lie detectors? Yeah. But I just mean, I mean, I don't know if they're bullshit or not, but I mean, they do catch some people lying about some stuff, but like, it just kind of goes to what you're saying, where like, I don't know how accurate these machines are, but yeah. they're, they believed in themselves enough to get past, like... You know, these these light. It's just heart rate. Anybody, yeah. anybody that can be calm can pass a, anything. Yeah, I know, but still, like, four out of four people, you don't think one of them might have like fucked up or something? I don't think they're all like. Yo, if any of our listeners know. have a lie detector test, can we get that thing through so we can we come can test on down? You'd be on the episode. We'll do lie detector. We'll stuff. We'll let you ask the weird questions and we'll answer them. 
I killed my I killed my brother. My he you don't know about him, but I killed him. I just have to get that off my chest. Yeah. You can't ask me that question. Did you kill your brother? Double Jeopardy, you can't ask me that question. What does that mean? You just told me to. You What is this word Jeopardy? <laughs> so So their story, the Hill story, it quickly became a legend and shaped American culture. Because this is the first time someone actually like sat down and went through the process process of what happened. Mm-hmm. And that's almost, it's kind of like why so many of these abduction stories, it's like we were driving down a road where the only ones there, a beam of light came down, we were picked up, they did weird stuff to us, and then next thing we knew it, we were home. Like, this is where that concept originates. Oh, okay. They were the first people to like So they say, never used a beam, no one ever claimed to be beamed up before or or even get probed, prodded with needles, what do you, whatever you want to call it. I don't know about the like the the beaming thing, mm. but definitely yeah, like people have never been like yeah, they stuck us with needles and did all this weird testing and like and the gray's description too, right? No, um, I know I saw one part that was saying that there was a show that they watched. Um, I don't think it was Twilight Zone, but it was something similar to that where they okay. had a descript they had an alien that kind of kind of was like small with big eyes. Okay, um, which was like a thing that was trying to discredit what they're saying, but. I don't know if there was ever like a true definition of Grays at this time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so so Barney Hill died in 1969. Oh, he died soon after. Yeah, and he died from a cerebral hemorrhage, which Ooh. I talked to Riley, who she's a healthcare student, and she said that that's basically like a stroke. Yeah, you know, it's bleeding from like the, the brain barrier. Yeah, from like the brain or the. Uh, like the spine, which usually leaks into the brain. Mm. All right, let's get back to the deaths here. Betty died in 2004. Whoa. Yeah. I thought that was pretty wild. She did wild. not have that, that instance where you die like a year after. No. Ooh, she was like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm going to keep living this out. Um, so yeah, so she was 84 when she died. And she remained a huge believer of aliens all of her life. Like it wasn't just like a – she like disappeared. Like she um, – She was an advocate. She didn't lose steam. She um, she traveled all over the place giving speeches about her experience. Um, apparently there's a good picture of her like before she passed away like wearing a shirt that was like – it just said I was abducted and all I got was this shitty t-shirt. <laughs> but yeah. At least she has a good sense of humor about it. But yeah, so that's uh, – I think that's about all I'm going to – I mean, yeah, there's there's a lot to cover on this, but I think that's where we should cut it. Yeah, I mean, it, it goes to show you that uh, that once you're abducted, it kind of stays with you for the rest of your life. I mean, I know a lot of people – you know, there's a lot of fakers out there, you yeah. know? And, and I, I don't, I don't want to – like, I'm not going to say, like, oh, it's the greatest story ever, but I think – I thought – I'm not trying to cut you up. I'm thinking – I thought it was really interesting to hear, like, the original case – of the abduction like this is the first one or at least like american abduction no i mean this is the first world publicized one okay and so this came this like brought the idea of like how it went down to everybody that's super interesting i mean just from like a, a, a creative like even if they are like lying about this they did a good job yeah i was gonna say just from like a storytelling or like creative standpoint yeah. of, of creating this scenario and sticking to it and i mean that must be hard she's dead now right yeah she's and been dead for a you while you would think that she would mention it on years. her deathbed but i mean i don't know i like i said i think 
if something did happen and it wasn't aliens, then they definitely believe that like aliens were there or something. Like, who knows what happened? Like, oh no, like they out. like I don't know. They like pass the things. Like people say, like they didn't make it up. I'm not saying it happened. I'm not saying it didn't happen. But like they 110 percent truly believe that this happened to and them. You know what's weird? Whether it did or didn't. I don't know why aliens have to keep kidnapping people because I know so many weirdos out there who would like gladly willingly go up and be like you can do whatever you want to me and maybe they experiments are experiments on me i mean that's part of the thing it's like i'm not gonna tell anybody do it go go down remember, what's your name do you remember in um independence day where they're on top of the building and they're like hey and they're like all the signs and they're like welcome welcome like, yeah, like those take people. me yeah exactly those people and honestly that could i've never really thought about that but that that's a possibility that there are people who could be like willingly like yo snatch me up do whatever you want and they get back down, and they're they're happy as a clam, being like, you know, I'm never gonna tell any. I'm gonna take this to my grave because that meant that much to me. I guess maybe it's a possibility. Fuck. I, I feel like I feel like you can't keep that in though. But who cares if those people talk? Because those people talk anyway, and, and no one believes them. Yep. So it's like it's a, it's the same thing with conspiracy theories. Just like let them talk. It's like you know, if you're yeah. if you say something so crazy, people people aren't gonna believe you anyway. So you yep. have to have proof to back it up. So. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, did people probably uh, were like, "Oh yeah, gravity, huh?" I mean, yeah, just goes to show you about like when they said that the um, you know the Earth revolves around the sun, not the sun revolving around the Earth. People were like, "You're fucking nuts!" And he's like, yeah. "No, I don't think I'm nuts." And they're like, "Yeah, you are. You're crazy." Yeah, there's people who've been ostracized for science and stuff like that. So, oh yeah, I mean, you're not crazy. You're crazy. Yeah, who knows? I mean, but I'm not crazy. You're drunk. I'm not drunk. I've been probed. I'm not drunk. I'm a scientist. <laughs> I experiment with beer. My my science. Don't judge my science. Give me money, country. <laughs> country, man. Give me science. I need more money for my science. <laughs> Give him a dollar. I don't watch this. <laughs> um, okay, I think that concludes uh, this episode. Let's end on that fucking note. <laughs> I need my science. <laughs> and now come on, beef jerky. <laughs> my science. I don't know jerky. who the fuck you're trying to be right now, but fuck. Okay, well. I'm trying to be that guy that tried to stop us outside of Vaughn's on the way home. Uh, I don't like that. Penny. Penny. Yeah, I'm like, uh, sorry. I didn't even say sorry. I didn't have any money because I had no idea what he said. I was yeah, like, you just sorry. go, oh, I'm sorry. We didn't know what he wanted. Sorry I'm walking away right now. Mm. Um. We're assholes. Anyway, okay, uh, that concludes today's episode, and uh, we're, we're glad you guys stuck around for that alien episode. Go to campstrange.com for any hyperlinks to Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Also, send us some scary stories. We need send us money. We said send us money. Send us money so um, we can keep making shows. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, send us any scary stories or weird situations. If you have any alien things going on, too, send us that. We need yeah, more. you ever been picked up? Let us know. Yeah, we, we've uh, we've been waiting for more scary stories. We haven't really gotten any, any ones yet. So uh, send them on in. We, we, we love to read them. Um, uh, rate, review, subscribe. Please. We broke 50, by the way. We broke fifty, you know. Yeah, yeah, we did. Pretty I fucking cool. Sitting at forty nine for a while, so like, yeah. Let's just keep it going, guys. That last one was awesome. Let's get to a hundred, huh? Yeah. So, um, we really appreciate it when you guys do that because that just makes us more visible and more solidified as a good podcast, even though we might not be. Um, hey, this is real. Yeah. So, um, which is still strange to me. <laughs> what it always it always freaks me out whenever like my I like pick up my Apple 
podcast thing and it's like oh new episode from camp strange and then, like it's like says our names on it i'm always like holy shit you're like is... we're we are not qualified <laughs> we're so unqualified that makes us qualified yeah fuck you man i have a college degree in this shit uh, yeah yeah. That's why I'm so good at it. Um, yeah, I could tell. You're yeah. so good. You're super good, man. That's why I do this as a full-time job. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we, we really appreciate you guys as, uh, as well. I mean, we, we wouldn't be doing this if you guys weren't sending us those – you know, nice, nice messages and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, one of our, one of our listeners, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he's very kind. And he said, Hey, uh, I like more alien episodes. And, uh, he, you know, he reached out and we're like, Oh, totally. You got what you want, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we, we could pepper some more in there because I know, uh, aliens are very strange. My so. next one might, might be a little kind of, oh, yeah. little alien esque debatable, you know? So, um, Cool. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. We hope we helped you on your commute or your boring work day. And, we love you. Uh, kisses that was and, a good sound. and hugs. No, it wasn't. Cool. I didn't oh, like that. One. But, Gary, uh, Gary, that was that was from Gary. That was Gary. He blew a kiss. I forgot but, he was still here. He's so silent. Shut up. Okay. Well, thank you guys, and remember to stay strange. <laughs>